welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, our adventurers ate some green rabbit thing, uh, freed Toby after making him wait for some time in the muck with his wife. They then went back to Og's farm where they rummaged around for a while and managed to find a couple of things. And then also Fred dealt with all the drugs. As the boys then set on their way back towards Sledge via racing. That definitely didn't hurt the DM's throat. <sighs> but they are also now given themselves an epic name. One that earned for last an inspiration die. They now called the Gallivants. What an epic name for a really unepic, really mediocre kind of team that we have here. In any case, the boys are now back at Sledge. So let's pick up where we left off in the last episode of Dingoes and Nimwits. Ah, right, boys. Um, should we maybe go and report to the king? Let him know what uh, the state of Og's farm and the fact that we've seen whatever that thing was, that shadowy creature. Yes. Remember that um, Fred quoted a weaver. Yeah, we should we should go inform him about the reaver. Maybe we can get some information off him on what exactly the creature is. We also have uh, that information of nothing was useful at that college and school. Now you, ha- you do have the Meadow Hill. That was the only thing we found, but no real information on curse marks or anything. All right. Let's go. Uh, because it's now starting to get like pretty, it's it's dusk. It's, it's you know, you can see the Auburn-y kind of to purple skylight start to fade away and it's starting to get into, you know, a nice night. And uh, you've been here at nighttime. You've taken it in, but like you guys have had another full on day and whatnot. And you just, as you're walking through town and people are moving and whatnot, it seems like the after the incidents that have happened recently within and around Sledge, there seems to be a lot more hustle and bustle moving through the streets, a lot more people actively moving. It seems like everything is a bit more open now. So, you you know, you guys are moving through. It's a little bit harder to get through the, the city streets. And, yep, you guys approach the main entranceway to the, the king's, uh, like, official office and capital building. And, um, yep, you, you go up your stairs and you are greeted by the receptionist, once again, who's just sitting there. And she doesn't look very pleased. G'day, how are you? <clears throat> you made me think my husband was dead. I never did that. There, there was a brief moment. Nah, we said that we met him. We said that he was okay. You refused to tell us that he was a minotaur. We just assume that you're a human, so you would date a human. I guess you wanted that, uh, you're a furry, so I guess you just wanted a bit of that uh, furry. <laughs> what, what is that? I don't know what you're referring to. Don't mind him, just just ignore that comment. Your husband's okay, and I'm sure you're getting all the furry nights you need. Is the king free? The king is seeing some delegates from another kingdom at the moment. You might have to wait your turn. Okay, how long might that take? I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Um, Did you go ask him? He's currently with them, Navarth. Okay, but, like, we are probably more important. I understand that, but with all due respect, if you're a delegate from another kingdom, you're going to be treated with the same amount of respect you would want to as a delegate going into someone else's kingdom. But I'm an adventurer, and I'm level three, so... And I've also got um, a little bit of information about uh, things that you, the king cares about. <sighs> but Here we go. it's all right. Blah, blah, I will, I will blah. come back. Brow. Suck my dick. You wouldn't you like that. He's been with the delegate for some time. I can't imagine that they would be much longer. So if you maybe wanted to go down to the shops and get something to eat... Go through the markets. We could let him know we're here and then meet him at his house with his wife because we'll probably be staying at that inn. Just throwing the idea out. I, I, I would I would say probably come back. Maybe give it an hour and come back. Okay. All right. Well, I'll come back in an hour and if he's still in the meeting, I will kick the door in. We'll <laughs> see you then. Okay. He's behind curtains, so I hope you kick a 
fucking imaginary door. As I say, I'll kick the door and I turn and leave. So you guys all start walking back down the steps and the city is yours. You know, you you know, because you've been here and whatnot, that there are some food stalls that sell selective different bits of meat with various spices on it. And there, there are also a few like markets and whatnot. Well, Burrell, do you want a steak? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some steak. I could go with steak right now. I don't like steak. Well, Ugo, what would you like? Chicken. Ah, wait. You, as you say that, as you say that, Clarky just gives you like a strange look. Like um, after that amazing win in that race, I feel like you deserve a meal. So I'm a, I'm a shout. I'm a shout you a meal. That's what I like to hear. I'm going to win more often. So what, what do you want? You should probably go have a look at what's available for the night. All right, well, let's go find out what's available at the store. We wander over to the food store. You, you go over to the food stores. There's probably about six or seven variety and like kebab-based foods that are on skewers and sticks with the like bits of vegetables in between and whatnot. There are also various mixture of poultry-related uh, cooked food. You probably should avoid that. Uh, Clarky's giving them weird looks. There are, the, you know, a outhouse kind of looking steak, beef, pork, all, all those kind of things that have been slow roasted into like brisket, putting available with like coleslaw mixes. There's another one that's like freshwater fish that's been freshly cooked, like, uh, you know, something that must have been from like nearby streams and whatnot. Um, there's one that's selling like candy that's like uh, almost fairy floss kind of looking machines where they've got a big turner that's bringing out this sugary sweetness in the air that you can smell and there's another one that's selling slosh of uh, muck that's in like these containers it doesn't look very uh, appealing but it smells quite good there's a a lot of aromas that are hitting you as you've entered into the market show me some curry all right. Oh, sorry, Mark. I, I will. I will get myself an Ugor some Mark. So you wander over to the the store. There, there's a um, very nice looking, well prepared man that's in like an apron and whatnot. He's got his hair tied back. He's a human male, probably about five foot tall, dark skin, bright blue eyes, and he's he's there like mixing food, moving it out. It seems to be you know keeping up with all the um, hustle and bustle. Yeah, g'day, mate. Uh, just two marks, please. Sure. No, not a worry at all. Uh, that, that's all right. That'll be two silver each. Two silver each. I have got that covered, mate. Hey, uh, boys, you you guys want anything as well? Uh, yeah, I'll grab some muck, why not? How about you for less? Yeah, I'll go with the um, I'll go for muck. Yeah. Go with the muck as well? Yeah, Clark, he pulls out a piece of paper and writes on it and says what's in it. And shows it to the dude. The dude just very confused, like just tell him there's no chicken. I I I specifically don't eat chickens, as he says, as he stares directly at Clarky. I don't eat birds. It, it's 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 beef that's mixtured in with you know mushrooms, shallots, uh, the the onions. Uh, we also have we have three different types of mushrooms. Sorry, that are mixed in all of them in the stew. Uh, we have two different types, though. We do, I uh, should prefix this. We have uh, uh, a spicy one and a mild. I want spicy. So one spicy. I'll go with mild. One mild. I'll go with spicy. Two spicy. Spicy. Three spicy. Clarky is going to put his hand up and then point to you, Ugor. He'll have what I'm having. <laughs> All right, so that's four. I will pay for everybody's meals. Yep, so that would be 10 silver. Done. Mr. the money back. Bit strange that they choose beef in their ingredient as well for a bunch of um, minotaurs. <laughs> it's different kind of beef. <laughs> it comes from a cow with 16 udders. <laughs> 16. Wow. Holy shit. It's a whole lot of udders. 16, 16 udders and eight assholes. Oh my god. 
um he prepares and just gives you like the different slosh uh, you know the muck with all the meat mixture and whatnot and he separates the not non-spicy one the mild one and passes it to falas and then says In- please enjoy i smash it down with no issue you say that <laughs> for comedic effect make me a survival check to see if you don't like burn your esophagus going down i rolled a 10 Okay, so you swallow it quite well. It's it goes down a little bit rough. You've probably rushed it a little bit. You got a bit of a tummy ache, but you're you're mostly all right. It's like, oh shit, that was a bit that was a bit hotter than I was expecting, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit rough, eh? Oh, <laughs> imagine if I rolled a nat one, I might have choked on it. Oh, wouldn't you love that? It's eh? nice and warm going down your throat. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you guys eat your food. You kind of wander around. There are some markets here though that are selling things. There there is one that's you know that is amply selling potions and, and elixirs of some kind. There is also I'm never fucking buying potions again why not oh no no trinkets it's trinkets i never want to buy again potions saved your life <laughs> this is a very good point don't say the t-word <laughs> i feel like if we say trinkets he was he was just spawn no there's a clothing store that's selling like um silk based clothing and then there's also this uh ones that are selling like these gemstones how as well. are my clothes looking um you, your clothes are fine you're a bit tattered um, so you're not like too damaged or anything like that, but you are. Every everyone realistically has like a bit of like cuts and separation in the fabric and whatnot. Did you say there was a potion shop? We should probably check out potions as well. How are you on arrows? Do you need more? Or- uh, I'm all right on arrows. Is there like an armory? There's no stall that's actively selling armor at this point. The blacksmith, though, that you did speak to the other day in regards to uh, your shield and whatnot, and as well as Navas' uh, tooth. He he would have probably something that in the lines of armor. So maybe maybe we can swing by the blacksmith in the morning. So what what would you like to do? There's also a third store that you uh, notice outside of the food stores that's selling these like little crystal no. things. Sounds dangerous. Stay away. I'm going to the crystals. Do the clothes give me any like buffs or anything? That depends on what might be at the store. So you should probably investigate. I'm going to the clothes store, boy. We can always visit them all. Let's go to all the stores. Where are you going first? Start with clothes. Because maybe we'll be able to carry more. Yeah. Considering I don't make you have weight. I know. I know. I'm aware. (laughs) Considering I'm carrying like a 40 pound. You are carrying a very ass. By the way. You're like adjusting your shoulders and stuff, and it's like it's starting to get difficult to carry Clarky and also the sword. So Clark, you you kind of have to gesture to Clarky to walk down on the ground on his own. You're like Clarky, you're old enough. Walk by yourself. As as he's walking though, he's like putting his hand up for you to hold his hand and walk with him. Me and Baral can hold him and swim. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you participating in that, Baral? No, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> Oh, all right, Falas, get over here. <laughs> sure, why not? Ah, look, so so you both are just swinging him back and forth. He seems to be having a good time. Um, yeah, this as you guys are walking around, there is some subtle music playing in the background. It seems like just it's a bit festive at the moment. So as you approach the clothing store, you're met by a rather dapper young fellow. Um, he's he's got uh, darker skin. Uh, blonde hair that's very stylish. He's got a goatee that's uh, all dolled up. It looks like his goatee's actually painted. Um, he's wearing like a three-piece suit encrusted in like this gold inlay in the inside of the, the breast of it. Each of his pockets have like 
this subtle gold trim to it as well. Um, it, it's a nice teal suit. He very much stands out out of the entirety of the area there. G'day, mate. What uh, what clothes you got going on here? Oh, hello there. Well, we have so many things. I'm so happy for, that, for you to come. Um, what exactly are you after? Well, I'm not a very fashionable person, unlike yourself. Uh, oh, so you. what do you have that could make me look great? Well, I would say for for one, you probably want to get your clothes fixed, darling. Your 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 clothing is a bit tattered at points. You watch what you say. No, no, I don't. I don't mean to offend. Well, you're doing a very good job. Damn, Navarth, you really do be like a child. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I, I am also a excellent tailor, so I could very much fix the tattered marks that are on your clothing and make it look almost like new. Someone else needs to talk to this guy. You know what's better than almost new? New. Ooh. I like this one. What exactly are you after? Oh, you are dressed quite well yourself, actually, I must say. Thank Get in there, Borrel. Navarth, if I have to address you again, bring it. Your, your vest that you have on with your undershirt as an adventurer, it's a very staple standpoint. Look. Thanks, yeah. What? Um... You know what? I have I have the, the perfect thing. I have the perfect thing. He's, he goes through and starts rummaging through and then pulls out this purple suit with a purple pattern going through it as well. It's it's very nice and, and he gestures to you, please touch it. It is the finest of finest silks. A suit? It, it is a shirt that you could maybe trade out for the undershirt of what you are wearing. And why might I? You were interested in the clothing that I have. Aye, but why one shirt for another? Well, is there any finer silk than one that I wear right now? No, there's nothing wrong at all. But maybe tomorrow you feel like you need to have a bit of a change. What else do you have, good sir? Are you looking for something in the way of uh, maybe an accessory? Like something that you can add to your attire that may add um, a bit of vibrato or, or something subtle? Um... Subtlety will definitely be the way to go. Yeah, see, uh, Barrow's not really one for the just out there, look at me kind of person. He wants to he wants to remain hidden. He, he wants to remain hidden. He doesn't want an outgoing flair. <laughs> You'd be better off going with, like, camouflage. Well, what I will say is subtlety, right? Something that's subtle and is going to add to your attire that is uh, an accessory, correct? That's, that's something that you're asking for. Well, I have this black belt. Looks like a simple... Normal everyday black belt, but as part of this belt itself, you can also use it as a option for climbing. Inside the actual buckle on it, it has a pin hook. You can uh, pull out and latch, and then use the end of it to pull yourself higher. How much? One gold. God, yep, it's done. Perfect. I'm glad we could work out a deal. What's that advantage for climbing then in real terms? <laughs> in, in real terms, basically, if he decides to actively do that, when he's starting to climb up uh, a his short distance... Uh, <laughs> his, his, his pants will fall down. His pants will fall down. Yeah, there'll be a dexterity check to pull up my pants every time I climb. You, you'll, get a, you'll get advantage on your first dexterity check of climbing up something that is up to 10 feet. Nice. Nice. So any, any heavier items of clothing, actually, any heavier uh, pieces... Heavier in what way? Well, padding, more or less. Padding. Ooh. An adventurer doesn't go around in silk hoping to deflect a sword. I mean, you're already wearing silk. Now I can point out my vest and show <laughs> the arrow holes that I got. Arrow holes, singes, like burn marks from like... I would like to also find out if he has anything that would be suitable to make my AC class go from a 13 to something that can maybe take a hit. Ah, <sighs> To be completely honest with you, I, I deal in more 
attires and, and whatnot. Some, something that is more for uh, clothing-centric, not so much protection. But in saying that, in situations where you may need to go about maybe espionage, having a set of clothing that may make you go in with the higher class of people might be something that you could use to your advantage. It's, it's either that or I have um, some some other little minor accessories. What was Falas looking for? I'm wearing blue and brown accents, I believe. Yeah, blue. You're wearing a blue like uh, like set of robes with like accents of brown throughout. That's what I'm wearing, and I'll probably get them repaired. I will also get mine repaired. I don't really want anything else. So I can, can repair all me. of your clothing for five silver. That's that's not a problem. That each. That would be each. Can the salesman convince me that he has better than what I am wearing? I have clothing that would make you definitely look much better than what you're wearing, but nothing that would make you extra protected. Fine. Enlighten me of what would make me look so much better. I can make suggestions, but you were clearly very against what I was... Well, no, you just had a go at what I'm wearing, so... Please, enlighten me, good sir. Well, you have a cloak. I'm guessing that cloak is probably your staple piece. Yeah, you'd be about right. So, finer leathers that would maybe encompass the clothing you're already wearing. Maybe some... A leather vest that goes on underneath. One one that is what you would deem maybe tactical, that has a couple extra pouches in it for extra pockets that you may not have had before. Mm, no. But anyway, continue. What else you got? I have side pouches that can be attached to your thighs. Inner inserts that you can put into the boots that you wear, so you can maybe smuggle a dagger or something along those lines in them or another belt very similar to what i gave your friend hmm i'll take the inner inlays in the boots and i'll also take one of those belts sure that will be two gold right it does not come with a dagger i must specify that that's fine i'm sure i can buy a dagger somewhere here and i put on those items dagger inlay is like leather strapping that you can affix out to like the inside of your boot which i do it's uncomfortable at first do i have a dagger i can put into it you don't currently own a dagger no i actually have a dagger do you yeah i do have a dagger but i don't ever use it can i have your dagger for less i think the key word would be buy his dagger (laughs) oh buy it you know we're we're a party of borrow (laughs) how much would you like for your dagger for less how about we hold off on that conversation and deal with other things because we might find a dagger uh, that you like more because it's just a simple iron dagger. Yeah, you've got a point. Might find a gold dagger. You, larger orc friend, I have some nice red clothing that would encompass your armor that you're already wearing quite well. Red? Crimson, like the blood of the enemies that you slay. Mm, I like gold. Gold? I can get gold silks and have something arranged to suit, but um, it is going to be a little bit more costly. Mm. Describe what you've got for me in the in the crimson. In the crimson? Right. I, I can replace everything that you have currently with grey with crimson. How much? Probably two gold for a full attire change with that. If you would like gold, I would probably go on the route of maybe four gold. And you need to source that, right? Uh, I currently don't have enough to be able to fix for what you have. However, I could probably combine the crimson and the gold and call it three gold and, and make you a bit of a mixture and a match. Um, I might just take the crimson. Sure, not a problem at all. So two gold? Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. 
as you were saying that though, you just start like derobing. You put down like all your weapons and, and stuff. You just start taking your chainmail and cloth off and it, just in like broad daylight public. And he's like, oh my. Drops his dax. <laughs> Everything by your like waist kind of cloth thing that goes around your like genitals. But uh, you are now bare breasted Oogle at this point. Quick, someone shoot him. <gasps> someone shoot him. <laughs> Hair, hairy chest, fucking blue orc. Ugor, make me a um, make me a charisma check. You have a negative two on your charisma. Let's see what happens. <laughs> twenty, natural twenty, minus two. Take two. <laughs> so as as you've like derobed and everything, and in, in your you feel good about yourself. You get you get like a couple of looks from people and a couple of women that like walk past and they blush and like oh oh man. You, you just see like a couple of people staring and um, the, the the tailor, he just like fixes up and then gives you the clothing is like exquisite. Could you possibly create some rags or cloths for me with... Some scrap? Yeah. I have some scrap. I would say maybe, let, let, let's say two silver. I have, I have probably about a couple of handfuls. So that would be like maybe half a kilo of scrap. It's just all tattered bits and pieces that have been used and... In betweens and whatnot. Mm, maybe I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Thank you, though. If you change your mind, I'm right here. Thank you. You guys all fix up. He, he in that motion though, as he's done that for Ugo, he comes over and affixes all of your clothing to be back to pretty much as good as new. You you can't really tell much of a difference. If you stare long enough, you can kind of see where the areas have been stitched. Uh, but beyond that, it's mostly mostly all good. Clarky doesn't need anything. My my plan is I'm gonna buy him some armor. Sure. Very soon. Ooh. Get something made up for him. Yeah. Mm. Special. I suggest that we take leave from this place and go seek out some more potions. Have a lovely night. Enjoy the festivities. Yeah. Any suggestions of where else we should go? Well, I overheard you mention potions. There is a potion dealer just down there. And where is down there exactly? It's about five feet to your right. <laughs> right. Maybe use your eyes next time. <laughs> See you later. All right, and you guys walk over to the uh, the potion stall, and um, Falas, as you arrive to the potion stall, you recognize a familiar old man. <laughs> it's the same old man that uh, sold you potions uh, back in Gru. I don't believe I ever got his name. No, you didn't. What was his I name? think it was just an old time. I think it was just an old timer selling Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hello, young man. How's it going, old timer? Do you remember me? Hello, young man. <laughs> well, I think that says everything you need to know for us. <laughs> yep. Or maybe uh, we need someone with some uh, with a louder voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we offer him up uh, that Viagra and see if that perks up his energy. I, re- I reckon if I show it, he'll think that I want to buy more of it and then I'll have to pay for the only <laughs> thing I have. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not, not wrong, not wrong. <laughs> G- g'day, mate. What, uh, what you got for sale? Well... I'm actually fresh out on a lot of things. I have sold out of all of my enhanced performance potions, if you know what I mean. Well, that's good. Anyway, continue. Well, well I, I have a couple small potions, uh, healing potions, uh, the, the red ones. Um, and I, I also have this blue one that contains pure electricity inside of it. Hmm. How does that work? I believe if you drink it, you may shock yourself. <laughs> right, and what if you throw it at someone? I don't know. Navarth, drink one. I'd like to buy two. I only have the one. I'd like to buy one. That's five gold. Okay. And can I also buy a small health pot? 
sure, the, the, the small health potion would be two silver. And how many small health pots have you got? I have four left. All right, I'll buy all four. Oh, okay. Yep. Not a worry. So that's so that's eight one. silver and five gold. No, hold on. I'll get there. Wh- I, I got there. I got there for you. <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh. I, I put the money on his counter and say thanks for the potions. Oh, where was I? Uh, one. <sighs> Fucking Jesus. Four. Oh, God. Where is my wife? <laughs> <laughs> I miss my wife. <laughs> I miss my wife. It's been 84 years. She took the kids. <laughs> I, I must have forgotten to take my medication this morning. Okay, well, I take the potions. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sonny. Oh, he collects the gold and the, the silver. Oh, I'm sure that was enough. I then hand one small potion to Burrell, one small potion to Ugo, oh, and you. two small potions to Falas. So you're not going to take any potions for yourself? Nope. Really? I still have I still have all of my potions from when you gave me some for last, so I would ah. like to repay my debt for you reviving me. It very much like it's it's exactly the same as your previous small potions that you had. Yep. What else have you got? What else? Have you I got? bought the lightning ones, so but let's find out what else. I have this yellow vial that when you drink it, you can withstand any smell for one hour. How many have you got? I have the one. How much? One gold. I'll take that. Sure. Does it work against magic? Like if they tried to, um, say, put us to sleep and the sleep spell worked by smell, if he'd taken that potion, would he theoretically not fall asleep? Yes, that's uh, theoretically, yes. That's that's technically true, yes. And that and that includes uh, potion, like air, aerated things that would cause poison to pass through. It Like it's a numbing effect. You may still take damage, but like some of the effects in the po- poison spores might be like delusion or like you wouldn't be as affected by that. Yeah. I also have this purple elixir, and he just pulls out this big jug-looking thing. This elixir grants the user the ability to polymorph, but they have to drink the whole thing. Ooh. How much is that one? This one's 50 gold, mainly because (laughs) I have never heard or seen of this before. If you drink the entire thing, basically what happens is the first animal that comes to your mind, you turn into it. How long for? Hold on. He puts on, like, he's wearing glasses already, then puts on, like, another pair of glasses and is looking at a piece of paper that's attached to it. And his hand is shaking a mile a minute. He's, like, doing doing the good old, like, leaning in and out. It appears that the polymorph will last for one hour or if the user speaks the words gobble, gobble, jump, jump. Right. 50 gold seems pretty steep for only an hour's worth of activation. Can you show us how it works? I only have the one jug and you have to drink the whole thing. Mm. He then leads forward and shows you the actual like ticket that's attached to it. It's, it's got a seal on it and it has the Ministry of Magic's uh, seal, which is like a infinity symbol inside of a hexagon, but it's all like glowing rainbow on the actual seal itself. This is from the Ministry itself. These don't come cheap. I'll pull out the um, potion and say, uh, I've bought from you before. Would you be able to do a better price than 50 gold? You make me a persuasion check. That is not very good. That's a seven. I might make one as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, would you Would you go for 30? For last, you, you do that. And he's like, oh, Sonny, this is the only one I've ever seen. Our brow with your 11. He, he looks at you and goes, 30 is far too low. I, I could probably do maybe 48. I do a persuasion as well. 
Roll a 19 plus one, so 20. Mate, 48 still really steep. I understand it comes from the Ministry of Magic, but can't you do like 40? Mm, you drive a hard bug. Well, you know, how about this? We will do a, a special deal. And he just moves the jug aside and grabs a small little black potion and goes, I will sell you this black potion and this jug for 45. What's the black potion? What's the what now? What is the black potion? Let me have a look. He gets out a third pair of glasses and puts it on his nose. (laughs) (laughs) He's then looking at like the wrapper and he's like, oh, maybe I don't want to sell you this actually. Can I try and read the tag that he's trying to read? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to like lean over and try and have a read, yeah, I'll, I'll make a like a uh, investigation check to see if you can actually see what's on it. God damn, two fours. I, I'd say you have advantage on it because it is in Elven. Nope, not much better. He, as he's seen Falas do it, he's kind of like he leans back and like pulls the card kind of close to his face. But Falas, before you, he does that, you you make out the the words fire and breath. Interesting. Well, in short, I've got forty gold. That's all I physically have. I appreciate that, like, as a conglomerate, we can all chip in together, but, like, I physically only had 40 gold myself. Ah, it's not worth it. Flask can cast minor illusion and stuff, so it's almost just as good. Well, well, well this black one is probably very dangerous. I probably should dispose of it. I'll take it to the trash for you. <laughs> you would? I would. Make me a fucking persuasion. I'll do it for 10 silver. <laughs> Nah, I'll take, it, I'll take it as a trash. Oh, you've already got fucking minus two at it. So nine. Well, well uh, wait, no, hold on. This potion, when the user drinks it, their insides explode with fire, giving the presence of looking like they're breathing fire. Right. If they fail to control it, they will combust from the inside and die. That's fair enough. What about, I'll, I'll get my um, this very trustworthy chicken with arms to take it to the bin for you. Clarky just clicks at the dude. Does he have to roll a persuasion check for Clarky? I will roll a persuasion check for you as Clarky. He's a very trustworthy chicken. I rolled shit, but it's still good nonetheless. It's a 13. To be honest with you, look, 40 gold, you can have it. So we can have the polyjuice and the black. Sure. I don't know if he has these or not, so I'm going to ask this. Do you have just spare glass vials as well? Because we have come across about things that we might want to collect. I, I have I have four glass vials. How much would you do for the glass vials? Mm, eight silver for the whole thing. Four or four. Would you throw them in for free and I'll do the 40 gold for the two potions and the vials? Done. Do you paying the whole thing? 40 gold? Yeah, 40 gold and then that will be fire breath thing, the polymorph and vials. So as you as you pay him and like put this over, like looking at the card itself, it's got all over it just in Elvish, just warnings at the wazoo. Can it be infused with my arrows that if I shot it at an enemy that they would then ingest it? Is there a way we could do that? It could be mixed into a drink or something if you're thinking of that as well. Because mm. obviously none of us want to ingest it. You never know. I don't know. Let's try it. Shoot him. This <laughs> is dangerous, man. That's da- like so. W- when you're mixing like elixirs specifically with like other components, they don't necessarily guarantee that the effects are going to work. You just necessarily have to like take into account that elixirs are made for consumption and passing through the human like system, whether it's on skin, inside, uh, like eating or drinking or anally. Usually, elixirs have an effect Shall that we? works. That way. 
I mean, if you wanted to like shove this, shove that vial up someone's asshole and shake them about so it goes up and in them, it'd probably work. I'm just saying that. <laughs> All right, let's go check out the crystals. They might have something like really cool. You you wave to the old man. Oh, good good goodbye. Um, you walk over to the crystal store. Um, you just see this like large minotaur with just pale blue eyes. Both t- uh, horns are shaven completely off. He's large, very old and haggard. All the fur is no longer a nice brown. It's like a, a dark grey. Uh, his chin hairs are much greyer as well. Looks like this is a minotaur that's probably entering into their later years for sure. Sim- similar age that you would basically ascertain to the king. Maybe uh, maybe a bit older. Hey, g'day, sir. How are you tonight? Why, hello. Good, thank you. That's good. What do you got for sale in this store of yours? We have all manner of crystals that we have uh, ascertained from one area or another. These crystals do a variety of things. Well, can you elaborate on what those variety of things are? Well, this one picks up like this pink looking crystal. This one is great for when you sleep. It uh, releases salts into the airs and clears your sinus. Does it come with essential oils? We do have some of those as well. And snake oil? That is uh, kind of a forbidden uh, thing to have in this area. I, I, I would say you might need to go somewhere a bit more nefarious. As he, as you said, he leans in and goes... Oh, I, I think I'm looking at some right now, actually. Uh, if I'm honest. Snake oil? I can get it for you. I shouldn't have it. I'm just, you, you get what I mean? Hey, buddy, I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret. I've seen more snake oil in my life than you've ever laid eyes on. That, that, I mean, that's fine, man, but it's, it's, it's kind of illegal in Sledge. Keep your wits about you. Watch your back. You too. Oh, hold on, hold on. There needs to be a roll here. You're trying to intimidate there was, there was him with that? There's supposed to be some venom with that. Yeah, there's supposed to be a bit of venom with that. Nine plus three, 12. Him to watch his back. Just just to let him know I'm, I I know a lot more than he thinks. He, he, ta- he takes it to, to account. Doesn't seem like he seems very threatened by it, but like he, he gets the gist that you're a bit serious. I ask him if he has any explosive gems. Ah, we found those up in a cave nearby. And then our cart exploded everywhere. Four people were injured. Wasn't a good idea. We decided that it was a no-go. Yeah, I learned that the hard way too. You did not learn that the hard way. We did. Ooh, it's okay. Look, listen, I'm sorry. I I, I did the damage, but uh, you guys suffered the consequences. Would you happen to have anything to do with the charred corpses we found in that cave? Personally, no. I choose not to comment on this Navarth, time. however. I choose not to comment at this time. It was all him. <laughs> he did it. Guilty. Please freeze. <laughs> Take him away. Yeah, sick him. What else do you have? I, I have uh, this blue gem that when you concentrate hard enough into it, you can see the thing that you desire most. Why does it turn gold whenever I look into it? <laughs> I don't know. Why is it spawning wings and flapping? To be fair with and honest with you, I see my mistress. Mistress. Married man, huh? <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm being so honest with you all. Gonna stop with that. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you're the one talking. It's because of charming. Well, well, I realistically only have one other crystal, and it's this green one. Uh, basically, when you throw it at the ground, it releases a gas that um, confuses people within a uh, 20-feet radius. I'm just going to throw that at Navarth's feet then. I'll just tie it to his shoelaces. Well, that that one I actually don't have on display. I have that behind the box because some kids tried to do that earlier. That could be a good combo with the potion we just that, bought. I was going to say that it could be a very good combo for Oogle with his uh, with his no-smell potion. Or we could do that. Yeah, sure. That's probably better. <laughs> I have three of these green ones. Three of them will fetch you one gold. One gold for three green crystals, Oogle, that you can 
used to confuse people in a in a twenty foot radius. I'll snag them and slide a, a one gold piece. Basically, the, these crystals, when when activated, you can activate them one of two ways. You can crack them in the center. As you do, it releases like a green mist that encompasses a 20-foot area, uh, twenty foot radius in where you are. Or you can throw them at an area. Or you could hypothetically tie it to something, like if Navarre tied it to a rock and then shot an arrow at it and impacted it. It's basically impact force, whether it's broken or making contact with something, it will explode and release the gas. The gas does what, sorry? So the, the gas itself, it conceals. So it's basically like a smoke bomb, but it's green. A green smoke bomb. There you go. Yeah, green right. smoke bomb. But it's in a crystal. Who's getting them? Bra- Braille paid for them and he's going to... Everybody paid for them, bro. Slide Pick them up. to... Google, I think you said. You to God. Aye. Ah, thank you, laddie. You, you don't want to get the this blue one that shows you exactly what you... No, I don't, I don't need a crystal to tell me what I need. So you just see like a dragon pass through the crystal and wink at you. And I just go, that's what I thought. <laughs> Whoa, what a surprise. <laughs> uh, Ugo, you, you looking at it, you kind of just see like uh, desert sand and an and open expanse going forward through it. You don't kind of know what that means, though, when thinking what about... What about Falas? Falassi's hellfire. <laughs> Falass, when you look at it, you just see a hooded figure shrouded by darkness. Why the fuck is that what he most wants? It's something that he desires. Interesting. Two, two silver. We've seen what we wanted. That could also be a thing we can use to find a path of what next. I desire the way out. It's, it just says turn around. <laughs> <laughs> two silver? Oh, it's a fucking bargain. I'll do it. Does it does it have a use limit? No, not, not that you can tell. And maybe might break if you've overused it. You, you're not quite sure. He doesn't really have an idea of it. It just shows what the user has. Does he desire an iron dagger? <laughs> I desire a dagger. Is there any in the area? Um, There's nowhere that really sells weapons. However, I wasn't talking maybe... to you. I was talking about crystal. Okay. <laughs> you look at the crystal and, and all, all you see is just the like... The pocket. <laughs> You see, you see a field of daisies, and in, in the daisies, as like it goes up and over a hill, you then just see like splayed out, lying down, a ravishing, big-breasted red dragon. Well, fuck! I guess my desire for the dragons is higher than my desire for a dagger. <laughs> I leave. Yep, so you guys all head back. It's been probably about an hour by this point. You've eaten, you've done a bit of shopping, you've had your clothes repaired, you've got some potions, you've done that. Before we continue on, I'll say you can have the dagger to conceal because we didn't find one for you. Aw. Would you like any money for it? Nah, it's all good. You're a ledge. I can then conceal the dagger. Goblins will think twice. So you guys head back together um, to like the entranceway and walk up the steps, sitting at the counter, well, no longer sitting actually, she's like getting up and preparing. It's now starting to get later on in the evening. She's like packing her things. Um, He will see you shortly, just wander on in. He'll be done any minute now. The delegates from another kingdom will be out of here very shortly, then go back to their airship. Airship? (laughs) Who are these delegates? You know exactly who they are. I'm not entirely sure myself. They announce themselves in a very per- presumptuous way. I, 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 I push past and I kick down the curtain. We don't know which. <laughs> there's like five rooms that are all curtained off in this area. Can I do a check to like... You can just start kicking. Just tell me which one. One through five. I kick door number three. <laughs> so you, you kick the curtains and separates and inside you can see there's like... Four guards that are all sitting down at a table eating food and they just look at you going, uh, 
sorry, wrong wrong curtain. I shut the curtains, turn back to the to the chick that uh, was, and I go, which curtains? What? No, just wait a moment, please. No, which curtains? Either you tell me or I keep kicking until I find but, it. Hold on. Why? Why are you so? Because Prince Adam is a fucking douchebag. Oh no no no! It's not. It's not. It's not him. He's not here. Okay. Which curtain? They'll be done. I won't kick it down if you tell me which one. Moment. As you were saying this from uh, curtain number four, uh, just opens up. You see a, a rather well-dressed human man with slick back uh, in a brown suit with a red tie, a big curly mustache and a very pointy goatee. As as always, it is lovely to have seen you, Killsbane. I appreciate the things that you do with your city. It's it's great and wonderful. This election thing is obviously going to go way out of proportion, but uh, if I'm honest, who really cares who wins, right? Adam will try to get his way with everyone as he always does, but um, as long as my business keeps prospering, I couldn't care less who's running the country. Killsbane's like... Ugh. Thank you. You may go now. As always, very nice seeing you, Exanthor. And you, Killsbane. Exanthor. What a shit name. Yeah, it's only shit because you can't spell it. Just like me. <laughs> I can spell it. X-A-N-T-H-U-R. Nope. No way. That's not how you spell it. X-A-N-T-H-O-R-E. That's what I thought it was. That's shit. Well... Either way, I go past him and I just go, yo, Killsbane, we got some information for you. Oh, you're back. Yes, we are back. It's been trying a couple days. I died for like five minutes there. But anyway, that's irrelevant. It's the life of being an adventurer. Yep, sure is. As he's talking to you, he wanders back over to his seat, his chair, <sighs> just leans back into it. Oh, my old bones. I hope my son has reached uh, Sacrius. Have you heard anything from him? Nothing yet. It is a few days' ride from here. I mean, even with haste uh, at his side, three days is uh, would be able to do, but uh, I'm sure I'll hear from him soon. I apologize if you've had to wait. Xanthor kind of ab- abruptly dropped in. What is Xanthor's deal? Is he just a businessman? No, he's a he's a lord. Uh, he's one of the many lords that reside in Evergreen in the Silver District. He, his family exports a very expensive wine that uh, many other lords and kings enjoy. I, for one, think it tastes like shit. I like common wine. That's and- fair enough. We come to ask, uh, amongst other things, Og's Farm. Yes. Tell me, what, what of Og's Farm? It, it wasn't in the best ways. Uh, it, a lot of the land had died due to negligence more than anything, which is understandable. He had been gone for a period of time. Not because he wanted to, just because of circumstance. It was ravaged by rats uh, and scathing at that. Oh, so you're not meaning just your typical rats. You're, you are talking like ratmen. We had, we had ratmen and scaven. Scaven, nasty things. Oh, oh yeah, he was, he was, he was very energetic. Didn't uh, intimidate me at all. Um, uh, and then we, then we went and met some uh, bollywogs. They, yeah. they were, they were actually, they were pretty lit. They, they were actually really cool. They did drug. I mean, they didn't do drugs. We have a letter for you. We have a letter for you from yeah, we do. from the bully bullywogs. Right. Clucky hands it over. Ah, yes, young little chicken. You've gotten a little bit bigger. Yeah, he did some push-ups. He then just like flexes. <clears throat> Just wanders back over to Ugo's side, grabs Ugo's hand. <laughs> Killsbane like looks at it and is like, "This is very good handwriting for a bullywog." Do they speak common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spoke common. Interesting. 
I will have to look into this. They are friendly, I'm assuming, from your deposition. They helped clear out the Skaven and the Ratman problem with us. They were they were getting framed by them for doing drug transfers, but uh, alas, it was actually the Ratman that were doing it. And so through their assistance, we were able to clear out all the Ratman and Skaven. And then uh, Fwed, which is the one that uh, wrote you that lovely letter, burned all the drugs at uh, Og's farm. And also closed the tunnel that they came here from. Seems like a very competent man. They they are not not inherently dangerous. Uh, they will protect like any any creature would. Of course. Um, but outside of the normal, they are not inherently dangerous. No. Hmm. I I feel we would all personally vouch for them. Yep. Not a pro- not a worry at all. Look, I I appreciate that very much. So sounds like you handled that well. How fair did the library? Well, before we go on to the library, I just want to quickly query: Would we be able to make Og's Farm our main location for all of our adventure dwellings, like a home base, so to speak? You want to have it as your like homestead, or yeah, yes. It, loca- location, location-wise, seem really viable for for most things in in this side of the world. From our time with Og, that dear friend of ours, he it 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 just felt at home. I so suppose you're lucky with what you said. I was going to make you roll a deception. I still recall him as a friend. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I made one loud sound. That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll have to think that over for the night. It's not. It's it's a home home area that um, even I appreciate it going under. Would you not want it going to people that you can trust? Then I guess. Uh, I mean, no disrespect to you. I know you're a very busy man, but it was overrun by Ratman and a Skaven. And prior to that, it was withering away. When we were clearing out the place and were looking for anything to remember. Ogby or family photos and stuff like that and I found this old leather book and it has a symbol in the back. I'll just show it to King Killsbane. That brings back memories. That's our old adventurer's sigil. Hmm. Og was part of our group. That's I haven't seen that in many, many, many years. <sighs> you see like a slight tear start to roll down Killsbane's fat uh, cheek. <clears throat> um I appreciate that, and he takes the book off you. Did you happen to see any jewellery? Mm, I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. Brow. I think Brow's wearing it, isn't he? Well, obviously I present, as I've been requested. Did you find any jewellery? Brow's <laughs> like, oh, all right. <laughs> he has to remove the glue as he's glued it to himself just for safekeeping. No, I am <laughs> excessive, jeez. <laughs> Thank you. This, this belonged to Og's wife. God rest her soul. She died many, many years ago. She was also part of the uh, adventurer group. A young elven woman. Uh, I will think about the farm in terms of giving it over. How did the library go? As as he mentions that, um, you see Icor wander over and get into view. And I go, yo, Silver, how you doing? It's Silver Talon, thank you. Silver, Silver Talon, same diff. How you going? Fine. I met you. I met the high priestess that sits behind the counter in the library. She was a fucking bitch. <sighs> she's not a high priestess. That's probably Erina, and she's a unsavory character. Just say it. Come on, Silver. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear those words. Come on, do it. Yeah, you, you know you want to say it. She's worth it. It makes matters worse that she's my ex-wife. So. <sighs> Oh, then I'm definitely right. She's a fucking bitch. Come on, Silver. 
do I'd, it. Come I'd on, do it for not. me. Do it for I'd me, Silver. Can not. I persuasion? You're trying to persuade him to call his ex-wife a bitch. Fuck, it was next to it. It was next to a, a nat 20. A two plus 20. one with a three? That's definitely not. It was next to a nat 20. Like, that breaks my heart. I am every time. Yeah, no, he's... Whilst I agree, I'd rather keep my own composure and not stoop to her level. You agree? That's good enough for me. Um, we didn't find any real solid information on curse marks. They didn't have anything, and they also didn't really allow us to get a proper look. We did, however, find some information on maybe a possible fairy tale or folklore book called The Meadow Hill. Have you heard of it? No, not at all. It's... I've never heard of such a thing. What what did it entail? It entailed of a story, basically, of how the Dark Lord became the Dark Lord. And that was in the library in Vexto? Yes, it was. And after disintegrated, so I don't have proof of it other than what I can recall from the book. I was there. He told me about it as well. He looks at you strange. He then clicks his fingers. At that moment, Flas, your brain starts to feel a bit fuzzy. Make me a wisdom saving throw. That's a 19 plus 1. That's a 20. Ooh. Damn. You, you feel like he's almost trying to evasively get into your mind at this point, trying to see to see whether or not you're telling the truth, but your brain, you're pretty well prepared for it being a sorcerer yourself. You kind of like just resist him magically out of your head and he just stops and takes a moment back going, Whilst you're not letting me in, I don't have any reason to believe that you would lie to us, so... You could also ask if you wanted the truth, which it was. I mean, I have my means. The ex-wife don't fall too far from the tree. I do not hate elves. I, I, I call this human, but he now says to you, my grandmother was an elf. I am quarter elf. Mm. Both my parents were human, or one being half. That sounds messier than your story, Falas. <laughs> That's rather rude. <laughs> I will allow you to punch him in the dick and take that dagger back. Uh, I already caught him a loner and he didn't even pick up on it, so... <laughs> I simply gut punch him. I, all I'm saying is if Burrell rolls another unarmed strike, I'm going to roll an arm strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, your pants fall down because you didn't fix your belt properly. <laughs> uh, I didn't need shit. a belt in the first place. No, not you. He, his pants fell down. So Icook's like, okay, well, all right, I will have to investigate into that. That's a shame. I, se- I sent a raven to them and they couldn't pass me back information that was useful. Well, this is a problem. And he looks at the king. It might be an option, sir. You see the king just put his hand, head in his hand, stroke his forehead slightly, and tell them. Tell us what. Icog then looks at you and goes, uh, To the north of here, about a week's journey by horse, there is a forest within the forest that we have. It's, it's known as the Deadwood. The Deadwood is m- meant to house all manner of dark creatures that live in it. Spider beings, large insecticides, you know, monsters beyond insecticides, monsters. Insecticides, eh? It's like a centipede with 18 sides. It's, it's, it's this big circular looking thing and it's got a lot of legs. Horrifying. But how many shoes does it wear? <laughs> uh, two. Jeez. Can we go kill the insecticides with some insecticide? See, the thi- I didn't name them, but someone named them that mainly because they kind of kill everything. I'll, oh, you know, I'll give them, I'll give them a pass. 
Hopefully they're dead. I mean, hopefully they're living great. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. Listen, that dark wood, it's dangerous. However, inside dark wood, there is a witch. I love bitches. I mean witches. (laughs) A lot of stuttering on today, eh? Mm, A lot of that. The, The witch has been known to have information about things that are not commonly known to the everyday man rather than Does she know about the Dark Lord? It's possible. She could work for the Dark Lord for all I know. Oh, that could be fun. But the two things. Outsiders are not generally allowed in her woods. You will die. However, she has a particular taste for certain things. A particular type of wine seems to quench her thirst. If you enter the woods with the wine, she'll be able to smell it and you will be granted safe passage to her home. What type of wine are we talking? Unfortunately, it just so happens to be drake fruit. The fuck is that? Arguably the most expensive wine anywhere. A bottle of it costs 20 platinum. Sheep. Yeah, maybe for uh, maybe for an overground trade. Underground stuff is uh, probably cheaper, I'm not quite sure. But it's made specifically by the Briarheart family. Conveniently, we're only here a matter of minutes ago. Oh, right. So go kill the family, steal their wine, and then go and see the witch. Hold your horse, Navath. Which members? Well, the esteemed Exanthal. Hmm. Uh, he is... The head matron of the family. As to be expected. He always is the one running around claiming glory. They're the only ones that make the wine. They're the only ones that grow the fruit. Yeah, well, not my choice. Varel, make make me a uh, history check. Make make me a history check. I want to see if you tasted it. Surely. Surely I've tasted it. 14? Surely. I've had a sip. You've you've had like a small sip of it, and, and it's, to your knowledge, very fucking good. Like, it's very, very good. I dare say from where I come from, I'd know pretty much anything there is to know about it. You, you would know that the Bryheart family is the only, uh, only place to get it. Underground trades for it get snuffed out very, very, very quickly because the Bryheart family likes to keep it very kept under. Uh, the Bryheart family has their own small militia that they use to track down any rooms. They also have the small militia outside the winery. Have they left on their airship yet? Did we even see an airship walking in? Not that you guys really paid much of attention to the area and whatnot, looking around the city. None of you tried to look, but uh, there, there was an airship parked. I'm going to perception check the skies. Uh, it's some, nothing I've ever said before. There's a meteorite coming right for you. 20,000 years. Thank goodness. Yep. Uh, there, There is, yeah, there was an airship. And as you guys have been talking, you have heard a large vessel kind of leave. I say we shall take that information and run. Well, I think I have a way to at least assist you. There is a rumor going that in the industrial district of Evergreen, there is a uh, group of individuals that may have either gotten their hands on a bottle or are planning to get a hold of it. My spies in the city have given me that much information. I had a feeling just in case that you came back with bad news. That we might have to go this route. If you get the wine, you'll be safe. If you can't get the wine, at the very least, get the fruit. You might be able to get away with that. Right. But as I mentioned, this this wine on a commercial sense is only sold to people of wealth and it costs 20 platinum. 20,000 gold. It's a lot of money. Well, we'll run with that information. We'll go either get wine or fruit. Or we just take on the witch. 
I would not recommend that. Ah, well, listen, Silver, she'll be right. We can send you in alone in the bath. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it on your own. And when I die, you know not to do it. The Deadwood, in terms of occupying space, is approximately 1,000 hectare. Jesus. 10 square kilometres of actual wood. Pretty pretty good size. It's a fairly large forest. No one really knows actually where in it her home is. Yeah, we'll find her. Well... Get the fruit or the wine, and she'll probably guide you to her. So, I think it's probably best that you guys settle in for the night, and then if you were wanting to go about that group in the district, I need you to look for the Slippery Snake Inn that's in the industrial district of Evergreen. No worries. How was the uh, magical items? Right, right. The The eye is proving quite difficult to transmutate. Part of it is, has been done, but there's a lot of raw power in it. Um, it's taking a lot of time. Uh, give, me, give me a few more days and I should have it to you. All right. And then we'll check, check in tonight then, yeah? And uh, pick up your other stuff in the morning, maybe, Ugo? Yeah, I'm hoping. Hopefully it's ready. So you guys collect yourselves and you start walking out. As as you guys have started to walk out, you notice that Boral is like stuck behind for just a moment to say something to the to the king. And then after a moment, then just dashes and catches back up with you guys. What did you say to the king? Well, we did get the land. Yeah. Fuck yeah. A homeowner's grant came through. <laughs> Poggers. It was taken care of by an unknown party hmm. but the land is ours uh, we have been cleared cool fuck yes unknown party it's probably them gallivants <laughs> <laughs> bloody bunch of crazy kids they are hey. um so yeah, you guys go back down to the same old inn um and you were met with Killsbane's wife large brooding woman just sees you come in ah Again, and I'm guessing he didn't mention anything about prices. I flicker a gold. Do you want to? Do you want to like style points it and do me a dexterity check? Yeah, I just like kind of want to just like thumb flick it to her. Oh fuck that! No, just say I do it, please. Okay, I'll just say you do it. <laughs> I got two plus two, uh, just for the listeners. <laughs> two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three quick maths. Everyday men's on the block. Smoke trees. <laughs> You'll see your girl in the park. That girl's uckers. Ah, I've got to stop. Cringe. Anyway, so you guys uh, wander on in. She's she, obviously, you flick of the gold, and she's like, Thank you. I will be having a word to my husband, anyways, because I can't keep giving you guys a room every single time you're here. Sometimes we're busy. Actually, tonight we are rather busy. Uh, I only have one room uh, with four beds in it that you will have to share. That's fine. So, yeah, you guys settle in for the night, all in your beds. You, you lie up in. Ugo gets comfy uh, and Clarky curling up next to him. At this point in time, though, as you were falling asleep, everyone drifting and feeling kind of sleepy and whatnot, each of you hear like a little thud in the center of the room. Ooh, and that's where we're going to end today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Do clothes, some wine thing that they can get. Uh, uh, some man with an X name that uh, Navarth definitely spelled correct the first time that he wrote it down into his diary. Uh, as always, if you enjoy the show, please recommend it to friends and family and also follow us on Twitter at Dingo Dimwit Pod. In any case, we'll find out exactly what that thud was in the next episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. We'll see you then.